the uh, debate. Did wages on work from home, return to the office or a hybrid work model? And as you and your employer try to figure out what the future of work may look like, there's some interesting new data that shows that the hybrid option might not only be great for you, but for your company as well. And here's our friend Wayne Berger, CEO of International Workplace Group, who joins us now for more on this. Wayne, good afternoon and happy Friday. Good afternoon, Jeff. Happy Friday. Glad to be with you and the listeners. All right. So tell us a bit about this uh, study, this uh, new research. What is it saying? What is it telling us about the hybrid work model? Well, what it's saying is not only is it great for employees and uh, culture and engagement and productivity, but it's also great when it comes to the bottom line. Here's what we're seeing right now is as more and more companies are instituting hybrid working policies, they're recognizing that they don't, they don't have the same need for the same amount of real estate uh, coverage and space that they've traditionally had prior to the pandemic. And what we're discovering is that adopting hybrid working utilizing flexible office space as part of their real estate portfolio or workspace that they offer up their employees can significantly reduce a company's bottom line. Um, Companies are now saving, to give you an idea, on traditionally fixed overhead costs like rent, operating expenses, heating, hydro, support staff, all that costs that go in to managing your own space can now be dramatically reduced And it actually adds up to an average of $13,000 in savings per employee. So it's a significant amount of investment on the bottom line that a company can see immediately and invest into other areas of the business. Yeah, that is a significant savings, $13,000 per employee. And again, Wayne, is that chiefly coming from uh, real estate, real estate savings, that if you don't have as many people coming to the office, you don't need as much square footage? Well, it's come from a few uh, from a few areas. So as you know, Jeff, you've been reporting on uh, inflation's at a 40-year high. So if you look what's going on today, just not just in the state of Canada for business, but also around the globe, you have inflation continuing to skyrocket. Interest rates are are, are going up to try to, to try to cool off some, some of the inflationary flow. We have supply chain issues, um, and then rents are continuing to go up, especially in the major markets. So what you have at this point is an opportunity for savings when it comes to real estate, but it's but it's also savings for the employee. So to give you an idea, what the research discovered is that hybrid working can save the worker up to $457 per month on travel, commuting to and uh, to and from their, um, their, off, their traditional office space. And, and that's, by the way, just using the train and the subway. That number accelerates when you start thinking about $2 a gallon for gas, that number now goes up to $1,200 a month if they commute by car. So you have a significant opportunity to turn to employees to say, hey, let me help, let me help you by putting in potentially another $14,000 a year post-tax into your pocket by helping you reduce your, um, your overall cost of travel when it comes to work. And then businesses can save as much as 51% on their suburban office spaces versus being located in the downtown core. And I'll, and I'll share with you a couple of examples. We're seeing a number of companies from the banks, right through to tech companies, right through to uh, different startups and scale-ups, looking at their office space in the downtown corridor, like Toronto, for example, and they're looking at reducing the size of that space, anywhere from 20 to 40% maybe redesigning it to maybe repurposing it to something that's more 
um, design oriented for collaboration and discovery and innovation, maybe the odd meeting here and there, less space allocated to day-to-day -day work, more space allocated to purposeful work. And then with that savings, they're allowing their people to work in a hybrid way, whether it's from home or, or from a workspace closer to home that's resulting in those savings. So there's savings for the employee by reducing, if not eliminating commute times and the heavy costs associated, and also savings when it comes to reducing the real estate footprint overall with capital leases. Okay, so it seems as if, Wayne, it really is a win-win, this hybrid work model for both the employer and the employee. So having said that and everything you've just detailed for us, is there any doubt the way forward when it comes to the future of work is hybrid? No, and I mean that emphatically. Today, if you look at the stats, 90% of employees want hybrid working as part of their seven day or their five day work week schedule. They are looking for flexibility. 88% of companies have instituted a flexible, a flexible working policy. And if you look at the numbers today, the pendulum has swung towards the employee. We're at a, we're at a record low for unemployment, which means there are more jobs available today than there are employees who can fill them. So employees have optionality. So the immediate term, Flexibility is driving it. Plus, everybody's trying to move back amongst inflation and amongst the pandemic. And most companies, as most companies have instituted this hybrid working policy. Some is progressive, like Sun Life Canada, to say, look, we're going to be hybrid from here on out, and we'll only bring people back when it's necessary or when it's purposeful. Other companies are instituting this two days in the office, three days off, and those companies are actually continuing to evolve. But most critically, Jeff, what we're seeing is the future. In the next seven years, 75% of the workforce will be millennials or Gen Zs. Those are two generations that have never lived in an analog world. They use on average five devices a day and they spend 10 hours a day in front of the screen. That's not a bad thing because I do as well and I'm not a millennial. But what's interesting is they're digitally nomadic. So for them, space will be digital because it's such a powerful tool. And then they'll use physical space when only necessary. So the current state and immediate future is hybrid and it's all moving towards that because geographic concentration is less relevant as each year goes by. Mm, really interesting stuff. Uh, Wayne, just I got about 30 seconds, but this $13,000 per saving or savings per employee with a hybrid model, I'm guessing that doesn't include the cost of uh, recruiting because anecdotally, I'm hearing from more and more people. I'm sure you are as well. If I'm asked to go back, back to the office full time, I'll find another uh, career. And that's a uh, huge cost is uh, recruiting people for a company. Well, I'll leave you with one, one last stat. 50% of Canadians have said they're going to leave their current employer if they can't work flexibly. And it usually costs about 45% of that annual salary just to bring a new person on and train them and induct them. So give people a little bit of flexibility. People want trust and accountability. They'll deliver for you and they don't want to deal with long commutes. This is where the future is moving. All right. Some really, really interesting and eye-opening uh, stuff. Wayne, appreciate it as always. Enjoy the long weekend. Thank you, Jeff. All the best to your listeners and have a great long weekend. All right. Appreciate it. Wayne Berger, CEO of the International Workplace Group. And we're back after a break here on the Jeff MacArthur Show.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.